Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day podcast. A warts and all chat for entrepreneurial women. It's very real, it's raw, and it's going to challenge us all to look at our lives and our businesses in a different way than we've probably all been taught. My goal is that it encourages us all to not just lead our day, but our whole worlds. Now, unless you've been living under a rock or in a dark cave and you've not come out or looked at the news or had a phone on you for the last few months and especially last week, well, we all know that it's a time of massive change right now and it's happened faster than we would have liked and what we would have thought. Now, recession was already on the way. That was forecasted. But the coronavirus situation is obviously hurrying that up on a larger scale. But I want to say to you, you listening, it's not something to be scared of. It's a natural cycle. Not necessarily the virus. That's not something that we would particularly like. Although if you look at the history, if you look, you stand back and look at the history of the world, there are certain things that are either reckonings or I could controversially say reapings. And, and I'm not saying there's a cause and effect there, but nature has its way. Like the bushfires in Australia, they naturally would burn out and uh, to rejuvenate. Man has come along and screwed with that. And so it's a little bit that, well, there's that deformity there, isn't it? But definitely recession is a natural cycle. And if you're an economist, you know that. You look at over hundreds of years and you see the patterns and the flows and they're very much like a natural cycle. So it's not something to be afraid of. And well, it's like saying summer is afraid of winter. We have all four seasons. They're they're there. So recession is something that we we don't want to go through, but it, it's it's part of that natural cycle. Now, because this is a daily podcast, I can quickly react to things, and I want to give you a lot more information to help you through this period, and also to demystify some of the myths out there. Uh, We'll be talking to a doctor. I'll be talking about how to calm panic and that fear reaction. We'll be looking at responses of how how to work better from home, especially when you have all the kids home as well, how to work more productively, how to recession-proof your business, how, how, you know, uh, remotely communicating with your team, lots of practical mindset and also uh, business strategies to help us all through this period. So I, I'm devoting this whole time to, well, I'm going to call it lead. I'm going to call it it's time to lead because, hey, it is time to step up and it's time to lead. So here's a few things. And yes, I'm doing my magic three again. And Why three? Because three is easy to remember. And these were the three most important things I felt initially we need to grasp hold of. Uh, There is a lot more I want to talk about in other episodes. But today I want to leave you with these three things. The first one is don't panic and especially don't add to the panic. Now, Marilyn, you might say it's easy for you to say don't panic. Uh, Yeah, okay. Um, 
And I'm not expecting this episode to help you deal with that panic directly because I want to go into fear and and anxiety and how to calm that uh, nervous system in another episode, probably the next episode. But seriously, take this as a statement. Don't panic. And more importantly, don't add to the panic. We're collectively all part of the same energy system. So we are it's like when you're at a football stadium or at a big concert or a big conference and you can feel the atmosphere that's there that's the same that's what we're tapping into now on a planetary base it's always been there but now we're probably a little bit more aware of it that we can we can help by not adding to that panic it helps our own panic and it helps the the globe as well <clears throat> and come on let's be leaders let's step up let's embrace discomfort in this disruptive time. Can I suggest that we all make an endeavor to stop scrolling and hitting refresh on social media? I must admit, I got caught up yesterday doing that. It's Sunday as I'm recording this. All day yesterday, I had all these plans to jump online and record all these things for you. And I got stuck in the Facebook feed and I could feel my body being taken over by the drama. And so I put it aside, did something else in this morning. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But we can get addicted to the drama and it's not hard to do. There's so much happening and we feel we need to be plugged into it all. But what's it feeding? Is it feeding action or is it just adding to the panic? Now, do what you need to do on there. I have a a couple of uh, Facebook groups that support groups. They are for coaching. They are for interacting with my students and my clients. And they're very important. But these days you can go on to say example, Facebook or, uh, you know, or on a phone or on a screen, and you can choose which parts you go to and just ignore the general gallery. Don't get drawn into the collective sensation and the drama. Do what you have to do on there and move on. Just, just move on. Um, you know, I've posted a few things on my feed about you just just being aware, just that kind of thing, the stay-at-home movement, and also a few funny things just to make light of it. But please watch yourself being drawn into that drama and, and put a stop to it, all right? Now, I also want to take away the panic about a recession because what we tend to do is pass on the bad. Uh, you remember Pretty Woman, it's easier to believe the bad than the good. Well, come on, leader, step up and believe the good. Just Google things invented because of the Great Depression or uh, good things to come out of a recession. Just Google that and you'll find all the great inventions and discoveries and breakthroughs and ideas that are all made at times such as these that we're going into now. And great entrepreneurs came out of this period. Instead of sort of, woe is me, what are we going to do? They step up to the mark. Now, you probably all heard of the red lipstick factor, and it's something I like to apply to my business, and I want you to have a red red lipstick factor. Let me explain what it means if you have not heard of it. I was fortunate to work for a long time with a couple who ran a spa, beauty, skincare business, and I was with them at the start of the, the 2008 recession, that period, and I can remember Liz saying to me, oh, we're not bothered about the recession. Yes, it'll downturn a little bit, but we thrive during recession. I said, how's that? She said, remember the lipstick, red lipstick factor? And I'm like, no. And she said, well, in the World War II, I think it was, may have even been one as well, sales of red lipstick and even Chanel red lipstick went through the roof because it was a little bit of 
hope a little bit of feel good, a little bit of something that would brighten up Women's Day, to be able to put red lipstick on, smile, and uh, it was something they could afford and and it was a little luxury that could bring uh, – it, it was a little luxury that would bring hope to that you know, to those dark periods. So what could you put into your life or your business that has that red lipstick factor? And it's well known that Isaac Newton stayed home during the plague in the 1660s. And that's when he developed his theories and the law of gravity – and before that, he was just an average student. But because of the plague, uh, they were all self-isolated or it was imposed on them. And it was a time for him to develop that those things. Now, if you Google things invented because of the Great Depression, you'll find that things like mac and cheese was put in boxes, spam was invented, and even national parks uh, came about because of that period. So instead of thinking, oh, gosh, what are we going to do and panic, pa- panicking and adding to the panic. Think about what can you do whilst you're at home isolated? And it's really time to do all those things you've always wanted to do. Now, I'm going to give you on each of those points, things that I'm doing specifically. So what am I doing to not panic and not add to the panic? I'm limiting my time on the social media main feeds. I'm really now careful what I share. Will it add to the collective panic? and a collective drama, or will it make people smile and laugh and not make light of a serious situation, but just bring some sunshine in where it's pretty dark in some places. Now, the second thing is take quick action. And this is where leaders step up to the mark. They don't stand back watching, they take quick action. It's not up to the government, your local community, your doctors, the bosses, Uh, a church you might belong to. It's not up to them to solve this. It's up to us, up, up to you. It's up to you to make decisions fast and then to act fast on them. Don't just come up with good ideas, write them in your notebook or leave them in your head or record them on your, on your microphone or your phone and then leave them there. Quick acting, quick acting. I had already prepared a lot of these messages that I'm going to deliver over the next few weeks, uh, but I got waylaid by the number one point. I got into the adding of the panic. I didn't necessarily panic, but I got caught up in the drama and I didn't act on it as soon as I could. Otherwise, this would have been posted days ago. Here's another thing. Don't become the expert suddenly. We saw enough of that during the bushfire season a few months ago, didn't we? Everyone's suddenly an expert on backburning and what they should have done and what they shouldn't have done. And don't pass on truths and wisdom when you don't really know the source of it or whether it's real, whether it's true. Be tolerant in this period because the beliefs comes out, whether it's science or woo-woo or religion or just belief in dead all. It's suddenly like just... Don't become so black and white and dogmatic about things, but do take action. If you need to go out, if you don't need to go out, don't. Stay at home. Don't hoard, though. (laughs) Don't be selfish in your quick actions. Do things like, do check your neighbours are okay. If you've got elderly people living near you, give them a call. Just check they've got everything. Do you need to to bring them in supplies? Now is the time to leave your mark and lead. Really step up and lead. And no one's going to give you permission to do that except you. Well, I'll give you permission. Step up and lead. Be that person in your street, online, in your group, in that mastermind. 
in that course that you're doing, in that community, you be the person that steps up and takes a lead and makes a mark on this time. Now, what am I doing? What's my practical to do here? Where am I taking quick action? Well, I'm running this Time to Lead series. I'm really devoted. I'm spending the whole day today recording episodes that are going to help you on leadership, on how to deal with fear, on how to lead or how to get stuff done when you've got kids at home, how to work more productively, some mindset things, how to recession-proof your business, how to communicate remotely the best way with a team. I'm going to just, I'll be interviewing people that can help in this area and I'm going to really take action and giving a lot of free content out there to help. I also want to be more available. If you want to email me, if you want some help, please reach out. We will make it happen. And I'm also going to double down and not retreat, but I'll probably spend more on advertising to get this message out rather than going, oh, I better be conservative. I better be careful. Now, I'm not going to be silly. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, expanding, not contracting. All right. And lastly, and this is, I think, the most important point. So the first one was don't panic and don't add to the panic. Number two, take quick action. And then number, th- number three, I want you to double up on self-awareness. Now, your survival brain, that monkey or lizard brain, or you, know, you can make fun of it, but it actually is there, the limbic brain system. It's in high alert probably right now. It has been over the last few weeks. It is there to keep you alive. Remember that. It's not your enemy. It's not your mean girl. It is there to keep you alive. So if you're aware of that, you can lead your brain. So it's a, look, these things are important at any time, but stay kind, stay generous, stay selfless, stay compassionate, stay tolerant, tolerant. you know, the things that involve love, that is what true love is. And those things we should be all the time, but I implore us to remember it even more. And you have to stay self-aware and don't go into the shopping centre. I mean, none of you that listen to me probably do that, but I'm so saddened by the grabbing that has been taking, taken on and the bulk, you know, buying when they don't need to. That's not out of love. And I understand it because it's the survival brain. People are afraid. But wherever we can, stay kind, stay generous, stay selfless. Now, to double up on self-awareness, it does mean having time to develop a degree of self-awareness. Now, I've been practicing this for years, so I'm pretty self-aware probably 90% of the time and the 10% that I'm not, my son and kids tend to do that, don't they? They'll point it out. So if it might be a great time for you to start some sort of meditation or uh, some sort of practice that's going to help you with the self-awareness. See, a lot of people say, oh, you've got to meditate and all the CEOs that are going to get through this are the ones that meditate. No, it's not about that. It's about those who have self-awareness. So some of the tools you can do, as I said, is perhaps meditation. I don't particularly like it most forms of meditation because it still keeps me in my brain. I prefer a much a heart coherence uh, activity, which I've shared about in previous episodes. Even just getting up early and going for a walk by yourself. Or during the day, you know, some sort of take a walk reflection time, journaling. It doesn't matter what tool you use, but increase your degree of self-awareness. And that means getting in tune with your inner wisdom as well. Now, the secret isn't in the tool, but on that consciousness, that getting access to that 
almost your subconscious, your wiser, that wiser inner you. So what I'm doing during this period is I will make sure I do not miss my self-awareness practice every morning and evening. I sometimes can go to bed tired and forget to do it in the evening, but I'm going to do a checking in every evening, see where I am because I'll sleep better that way. And every morning, even if I might have an early morning, a 6am coaching call, I'm going to make sure I get up at least early, you know, to have a coffee and 10 minutes, just self-awareness. Okay. Now, if you want uh, some advice on this, you might want to go to uh, my, if you want to hear what I do every day, go to episode five, where I talk about the lead my day uh, process that I go through, process, practice, uh, ritual, whatever you call it. Um, And then also, if you want, maybe learn some tapping or breathing or some sort of uh, mindfulness activity or exercise just to help increase self-awareness. Okay, so as I said, uh, my podcast and uh, my face, I'll, be, I'll also be uh, teaching on my Facebook page as well. I want to help you lead your life and your business in three ways over this, over this time. I'm calling it your, the Time to Lead series. I want to help you. You're, it, I, I'm all about this, this triangle, leading yourself, leading your business, and leading others. Now, in yourself, it's, it's learning all the things I just talked about, don't panic, don't add to the panic, take quick action, double up on self-awareness and supporting you during this time with fears and doubts. Your business, what strategies, what, you know, what strategies to adopt during periods like this, all right? I'd say knuckle down and grow it, all right? Don't retract. And your relationships, which, you know, and leading other people is more important now. People are watching you. They're watching you and they're waiting for someone to step up and lead them. And what I mean by other people, I mean, yes, staff, yes, contractors, yes, your family, yes, your friends, but your clients and your customers and your audience, which is your potential clients, the ones that haven't given you money yet, but they are waiting and watching. Now, remember, in a recession, the money's still there. It's still there. It's just that the patterns change and where they put it. All right, so you're going to be the someone that people want to pay because you're helping them or is it like, "Mm, nah, I'll leave that. All right, more to say about that another time. But remember, it's not business as usual right now. We can't act as if nothing has happened, but nor is it a time to be afraid. But any great business will be started or grown bigger during this time. Will it be you? I hope this was helpful. And seriously, if you've got any questions, please reach out. I'm probably being silly and giving out my email, but you can get hold of me through through my website. Look, I can't send you toilet paper or Panadol. Definitely, I can offer you a listening ear. I'll see you tomorrow and uh, take care, hey? Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 